Hi, and welcome to another Kirky Free Sermons podcast. We hope that our sermons help you further your understanding of the Word of God and guide you into your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Whether you're tuning in on podcast or radio, we're glad that you're here today. Let's jump into this week's message. It's a privilege to be here. Thank you, youth, for serving us. I enjoyed it, uh, maybe too much, but uh, it, was been, it was great. Um, the struggle I have today and, um, is it's been two years since I've had the privilege to share the Easter story, because uh, I wasn't in, in the pulpit last year in, in my retirement, so I'm ready to go. Uh, and um, I, you know, I've got my. I'll try and keep keep it where I where I have. But um, but Easter Sunday, for us to know and understand, it has been reported. It's been reported to us, not only the events in history, but if some of you have seen this banner downstairs, uh, I think it's on the bulletin board, and uh, of what's been it's been reported even within our district. Uh, and there are some great things in there that uh, either last or the year before, uh, 2,500 students gathered in Duluth for Blitz. And our students are going there again in a, in a couple of weeks, or less than a week, or what, 19th, 18th, or somewhere in there. And they're going to be amongst those. And it, so it's been reported that God moves at that conference. And we can get excited for that as our youth go and we become a part of that. It's been reported in our district that we've had 81 various short-term uh, ministry trips uh, just from our district. Our district of Minnesota, about 174 churches. So we are a part of that group that is serving the Lord in missions. But here's one that really excited me. It was reported in 2022 that we had 742 or 43 baptisms. People coming forward and saying, I believe in a risen Lord. I believe in Jesus. I believe that He is alive and that He saves me and He's coming for me. And that has been reported. Amen? Praise the Lord that God is moving in our midst, in our district, to have and make an impact. Today, as we think about what, um, what, what we're celebrating, is that it's, it's been reported among us that He is risen. Do you believe that? Well, it's already been read from Matthew. Um, let's, let's check it out. Because um, it's been reported. It's reported for us in John chapter 20, starting with verse uh, uh, t- uh, 21, or verse 1. Now, the day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb while it was still dark and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. And she ran and came to Simon and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb. We do not know where they have laid him. And Peter, therefore, went forth, and the other disciple, they were there going to the tomb, and they were running together, and the other disciple ran faster than Peter and came to the tomb first, and stooped and looking in, he saw the linen wrapping laying there, 
but he did not go in. But Simon Peter therefore also came immediately following him, entered the tomb, and he beheld the linen wrapping laying there, and the face cloth which had been on his head, not laying with the linens, but rolled up in a place by itself. And so the other disciple, who had first come to the tomb, entered also, and he saw and he believed. For as yet they did not understand Scripture, that he must arise again from the dead. So the disciples went again to their own homes. It's been reported to us. Will you believe that report? Will you believe the Word of God? There are way too many people in, in our Christian so-called circles who talk about faith, who talk about Jesus, and yet do not believe the reports of Scripture. This is where we stand. And it's been reported that Jesus is alive. He rose from the dead. And we can trust it. We have to trust it. It was reported. He is not here, but He is that was the message of the angels. We could read in Luke also, in, uh, verses uh, in Luke 24, 1 through 12, but the angel said, he's not here, he's not risen. It was already read for us in, in Matthew where the guards saw all of this happening and they ran to the officials or to the, to the church gurus and said, they've taken, you know, they're angels, they told them all about the story and what they tell them to do? Make up a lie. Make up a lie. But they knew the truth, that Jesus was not there. He had risen. And then the women, as we see Mary, Magdalene, and others, as they, they went and reported to the disciples, we have seen the Lord. It was reported to, to the men, and, and, and we see Peter and John running to check it out, to find it out. It's been reported for us, recorded in Scripture, so that we know that we can trust in a living Jesus reported to us and for us. And, and, and the encouraging thing as we, we think about, think about that in, in, in those portions of scripture, but that, um, the report was out there and, and, and so they, they, they ran with that report to check it out. Are you here today to check it out? Are you totally convinced that Jesus is alive? Or do you struggle with it? And I want to encourage all of us today, as we're reminded of these things, we can believe the reports. As, 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 as John uh, wrote, and, and uh, he says, these things I've written to you and in, uh, in, in verse, I think it's uh, verse, verse 35, uh, that these things were written for us to know and understand. Uh, and, and he says, I write these things. John says, I write these things. I was the one who was there. He remembers those things. So we can, we, we can check it out. Uh, Mary had conversations with Jesus and, and knew for sure it was Jesus. In, in Matthew or in John chapter 20, we have Thomas where, where Jesus is alive and Thomas was doubting like some of us would sometimes doubt. And he goes, here, touch my hands. Put your fingers in where they're Put your hand up in my side. Check it out. Scripture is true. And it's for us. 
so that we can absolutely, positively, without a doubt, as the Holy Spirit just affirms that within us, that our Jesus is alive. And he's coming for us. And he rose from the dead. Now, are we surprised? Are we surprised? The, the Jews shouldn't be. Um, the, the Israelites, um, you know, we, we shouldn't be surprised. I, I just love Isaiah, uh, as I was rereading it, just kind of re reminded of these things. It says, who has believed? Who has believed our message? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like the root out of the parched ground. He had no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we would be attracted to Jesus. But he was despised, he was forsaken, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hid their face. He was despised, he was not esteemed. No, but they spit on him, they whipped him, they beat him. But surely, in verse 4, our grief he himself bore, our sorrows he carried, yet he, we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was pierced through for our sin. He was crushed for our iniquities, and chastened for our well-being, fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall upon him. Jesus took it on the cross for us. He was oppressed, afflicted. He did not open his mouth like a lamb that was led to the slaughter and like sheep that is silenced before shearers. So he did not open his mouth by the oppression and the judgment. He was taken away. He goes to the cross. He dies. But today we celebrate that he is alive. Do you believe that? I hope so. As we, the, 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 just the, the historical uh, insight, uh, Luke, who writes for us the book, in the book of Acts, who, who he says he checks it out carefully. In, in, in chapter 1, he says, I account that I've composed about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up, after he had been led by the Holy Spirit, giving orders to the apostles whom he chose. To these he presented himself alive after his suffering, by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of 40 days and speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Remember that Jesus was with his disciples before he went to heaven, not just a couple of hours, not just a couple of days, but for 40 days to affirm and celebrate and, 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 and share with them who he was, and that he was alive. He ate with them. He slept with them. He walked with them. He was there. And it became a part of the foundation as they moved forward. So even, even before the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that came upon them to even help them stand when they were persecuted, as Luke investigates all that was going on. And then the Apostle Paul writes the same thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 
He talks about the, re the return of, of Jesus Christ. I deliver to you as of first most importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sin, according to Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to Scripture. He appeared to, to Cephas, to Peter, and then to the twelve. And after that, he appeared to more than 500 brethren at one time, most of whom remain until now. But some have fallen asleep. And then Paul writes, then he appeared to, to James and to all of the apostles, and last of all, as it were, to one untimely born, he appeared to me. For I am the least of the apostles. Who am I to be called an apostle before? Because I persecuted the church. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me did not prove vain, but I labor even more than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God with me. So whether then it is I or they, so we preach and you believe. Who am I to have the privilege to stand before you this morning and tell you about my risen Jesus? What a privilege. What a privilege it is for all of us to live in that truth and to know about our Jesus. What a privilege to know him and to love him. What is your limit to, um, to tell a lie? Would you lie for me for $500? Would you lie for me and say that you saw me down at the gas station last week for $1,000? Whether I was there or not, but you didn't see me. Would you lie for, for me for a million dollars? Would you lie to save your life? Would you lie to save your child's life? James, one of the disciples, a follower of Jesus, because of his stand in that Jesus was alive, that he had risen from the dead, and he had experienced Jesus Christ, and when the Jewish people wanted him to deny his faith and deny that Jesus was alive and to deny that Jesus was the Messiah, he died by the sword. when it would have been so much easier for him to just say, no, I, he didn't rise. The Apostle Paul says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. Therefore, laid up for me in the crown of righteousness. Tradition has it that all of the disciples except the Apostle John, all of them died as a martyr for Jesus Christ. And they all died for a lie. No. We could take some time and go into the Corinthians and whatever and says, if we are dying for a lie, we are stupid. Well, it says fools, but stupid, I think, hits us harder. 
we're just, we're a sad case according to what Paul writes. If we're living and, and dying and gathering and celebrating and, 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 and trying to point our children to the fact that Jesus finished it, it is finished. And it's all a lie. We're silly. And for the past 2,000 years and to the present, thousands, tens of thousands of people have died because they say Jesus is alive. People refuse to believe this is true. But you do not hear of hardly anybody who recants. I'm not saying there isn't. You can read the stories of in, even in recent days and lives where people have stood on the truth that Jesus was alive. Jesus was their Lord and Savior. It still happens today that people are believing the report that Jesus is alive and Jesus is coming again. He's coming again for me and he's coming again for you. Why do we seek to live amongst the dead hope? Because our hope is not dead. The angels asked that question. Why are you seeking Jesus amongst the dead in this tomb? He's alive. He is risen. And today people are seeking hope and peace and eternal life. And I, and I challenge myself as much as I challenge all of us as we think about Jesus is alive, that, that we can share that with people. We can, we can share that with our friends. We can share that with our family. I've just been reminded this week of one of the things that drew me into ministry to come alongside someone who became a mentor to me, um, which would be my wife's Uncle Don. And I remember as the early years of marriage, as we gathered as a family, and sitting in the living room while the ladies were busy making us something to eat. You know what we talked about? We talked about the message of the resurrection something that was so foreign to me in, in what I grew up with. Well, my mom was a Christian and we, we went to, you know, and church was a part of it and the relationship with Jesus Christ was definitely highlighted and you can call for evangelistic crusades. And I went to many, many, many of them and, and, I, and I knew Jesus as my Savior. But we, Uncle Don and, and, and the family was willing to talk about what we had just heard earlier in the, in the message. Are we willing to do the same? Now, it's not about what Pastor Ralph says today, but as you gather with your families and, and today and during the week, are, are we willing to say, aren't you excited that Jesus is alive? And, and, and to share that, what do you think about that, George? What do you think about that, Sally? That Jesus is alive. Is there anything, and, and some of you shared on Friday night, the, the things that, uh, that you've been reading and discussing, uh, to share that with your family. 
Just as I'm standing up here this, this morning, the one phrase, I, I, I used it a couple seconds ago, but I haven't heard that. And, I, and I, it's kind of like, I missed that. You know what that phrase was? It is finished. It is finished. To share that in, in, in the fact, because it's not alive. The day will come. Perhaps in, not in my lifetime. Could be in yours. But more and more, you are asked, do you really believe in Jesus Christ? Are you a Christian? Perhaps with a weapon pointed at you. We're blessed in America. Praise God. Thank Him for that. But there's no guarantee in all of that. Our Jesus is alive. People are seeking hope. People are seeking peace. Your family needs that hope and that peace. Whether they are Christian or not, moms and dads, grandma and grandpa, stop complaining about how ugly things are going, but lay a foundation of your hope and your peace in Jesus Christ because He is alive. He will take care of you. He knows what's going on. He loves you more than anyone else ever will. Make sure they hear that more than anything else. Forget the politics. Forget the finances. Forget the health issues. But let's, let's celebrate the fact that I am at peace and, and, and I have my Jesus. It's not about our works of goodness, what the world would want us to do. It's not about our acts of ceremony uh, in, in what we do and how we respond. It's not believing the lies of deception that the enemy tries to throw us, but, it, but it's, it's about what we have in, in, in Jesus Christ. I believe that He is risen. I believe that He is alive. My favorite song at this time, I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that He is living, whatever men may say. I see His hand of mercy. I hear His voice of cheer. And just the time I need Him, He's always there. In all the world around me, I see His loving care. And though my heart grows weary, I will not despair. I know that He is leading through the stormy blast, and the day of His appearing will come at last. Rejoice! Rejoice, O Christian! Hallelujah! You know, clap for the risen Lord and Savior. Rejoice! Lift up your voice and your, your hands and sing eternal hallelujah to Jesus Christ, the King. He's the hope of all who seek Him. He's the help of all who will find. None other is so loving, so good, so kind. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He wants to walk with me and talk with me along life's narrow way. He lives and, and, and salvation to impart. You ask me how I know He lives? He lives within my heart. Jesus lives for us. He paid the price for your sin. Debt has been covered. He paid it all.
Have you received that canceled, paid up in full ticket? Have you received him for what he has done for you? I don't know all of you. Now, some of you have introduced me to various parts of your family, and um, I, sorry, but I've already forgot. Maybe I can connect a few of you here or there. But in the same sense, I don't know your heart. Some of the leadership and moms and dads and in the last few months we've been together, I've, I've heard of your heart. But I don't know all of your heart. So I don't know if, if you are really believing in Jesus. If he has really paid the price and you've received that gift that he has for you. And so I do not apologize to inviting you to receive him today. To come to him today. And in a moment, the praise team is going to come and we're going to sing through Jesus paid it all. And as those words speak to your heart, he paid the price for you. He paid the debt for you. He died on the cross for your sin. And is he alive as that God is satisfied, God is pleased, God is, will receive you through Jesus Christ in, in, in forgiveness. And as we sing that, come, sit down. Come forward. Come over here. And... I'll pray with you. Some of the elders will come and deacons will come and pray with you. To make this day a day of celebration of a living Lord and Savior who comes into your heart today. Now, oh Jesus, because it is finished. The battle is over. I have been saved. So as I pray, praise team, please come as I pray. Father, thank you for this awesome truth, the report that comes to us through Scripture, through the disciples, through history, even history today where people are dying in the truth of Jesus Christ. It is not a lie. The price has been paid. It is finished. And we can be saved in and through the blood of Jesus Christ and have hope for eternal life because He came and he died and forgives us. Father, work in the hearts and lives of people who do not have that assurance even right now as they're sitting here. Father, move in their hearts. Encourage them by your Holy Spirit. Push them by your Holy Spirit to come. Yes, they can do it where they're sitting. But who is ever ashamed of Jesus Christ in the days ahead, who are not willing to admit him, but deny him even now, are not a part of his kingdom. So encourage those who may be struggling to just stand up for Jesus, to come forward and make a public testimony to you in the eyes and the support of the body of Christ. And it is in the name of our risen Lord and Savior we pray. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Kirkoven Evangelical Free Church of Kirkoven, Minnesota. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please email us at kirkefree at gmail.com. That's K-E-R-K 
efree at gmail.com. Thank you.